and gentlemen, welcome back to today's episode of Uncaped Heroes. I never cease to be honored day in and day out by the time that you take to enjoy this show with us, to meet these new people, to be inspired, to be empowered by the words they have and the stories that they share. My name is Stacey Johnston. Honored to be here with you and equally honored to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holmes. Cassie, how are you today? I am doing wonderful. Looking forward to this conversation and looking forward to hearing what our guest has to share. How are you? I'm doing really well. You know, i gotta, I got to tell you, our, the two guests that, that we're going to talk to today and this, this beautiful lady we get to talk to versus joining us all the way from West Africa. And the next interview we have today is coming to us from Denmark. And so I just, I think I just need to be outwardly enthused and excited that, that, that we're getting to meet people from all over the world that are willing to share their journey and their wisdom and their knowledge from us. And I just feel blessed. Like this, this has been gifted, this opportunity for me to meet all of these people. How many times would I get to go to Denmark and to West Africa in an hour? Right? And get it. So I'm just, I'm honored by it. What, What's your pull, Cassie? What, is, what emotion does this bring about for you when we have these conversations? It's very eye-opening for me a lot of times, you know, that we talk to people that do things completely outside the box, you know, and it's, when you're growing up, you hear things like, where are you going to be in your girl, the doctor, the lawyer, you know, and it's, it's, it's feels like there should be a box that, that you're supposed to sit in, one. but to hear all of these people talking about the things that they do, you know, that a lot of people probably wouldn't even ever think of. It's just super cool to me. Just I love it. I just, proof that we yeah. can do anything. Amen. From anywhere. Right? No matter where you are, you can provide space and share wisdom and move other people's lives forward just by sharing your story. You know, I think it's very impactful. I'm honored that we get to sit in this spot. So without further ado, are you ready? Let's bring our guest in. We have a lady joining us all the way from West Africa today. Her name is Kimberly, and I feel like I'll butcher her. I'm going to say Krabble, but I might not have pronounced it correctly, so I'm going to give you an opportunity. Kimberly, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's actually Kribble. The German last name, but you can pronounce it any way you want. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, cribble works. Saying cribble, cribble, anything. So it's okay. All right, very good. Well, then, Kimberly, how about you kick us off? Can you tell us who is Kimberly? What do you do? How come you do that? And how can people connect with you? Um, okay, so I am actually, I'm an American who has been living in West Africa for the past 14 years. And in those 14 years, I haven't been back home for 13 years. Um, it's, it's been crazy. Uh, I've seen things, I've done things, I've experienced a whole different lifestyle and culture that it has really take me into who I am today and is one of the reasons why I actually don't want to leave and spend my life here. Um, what I do as a profession is I'm a podcast manager and strategist, actually. Um, I have I was a corporate COO for the past 10 years, 
and then I transitioned into being an OBM, and then I decided to mix my superpower of strategy and scaling with my love of podcasts, and that's where I am today. I think that's fascinating, right, to think that you came from America, you went to to West Africa, and you've been there for 13 years, now 14, and built this beautiful life. Tell me, as a podcast manager, what does that mean? What specifically do you do in the podcasting world? Um, So I help help people launch and manage their podcast, and I do it in a way that I create a foundation for them so when you know, well, you should know, you have a podcast, that when you have your why, why are you doing your podcast, and you have your ideal listener, you, from there, you can create contacts, you can create marketing, you can create um, even monetization from any, any point in, in, in your podcast. So I help people at any stage of their podcast. Focus on their foundation so then that they can scale and monetize. Perfect. So is this like a, a program that comes in a couple of weeks? Do they sign on with you as a manager? How does your program work so that people might connect to you? Like I'm super intrigued by what you do because a whole lot of the things you just mentioned I want to do with my podcast, right? So I, I'm super intrigued. Um, so I'm, I'm actually hoping, I'm hoping to get my website officially up within the next like two weeks. But lately, I've just people have been reaching out to me on Facebook or on Instagram, and I'll go from there. Now, if you are launching, the launch depends for me because I've seen people saying that no, you can, you can launch your podcast in two weeks or you know in a month, but. If you want to have a long-lasting, sustainable podcast, you really need to do your research. Make sure that there is there are people who, who are interested in what you want to talk about and that you can come up with enough content to last for years and years and years. Because I don't think somebody wants to start a podcast and only have maybe like maximum 10 episodes and then, and then stop. That's not the point of a podcast. Right. So, so what I try to do is I, is I, oh, sorry, I try to help people find everything that they need to make their podcast last. Okay. To make it last. You but know, and, and I think that's part of the challenge, right, is that sustainability. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to be able to, you know, yeah. because it's one thing, I think we've learned, you know, along the way, it's one thing to have a great idea, but it's, a, it's another thing to have a way to sustain that idea. Exactly. Exactly. Because also, you know, things change over time. Maybe what people were interested in, um, for example, what people were interested in in 2020 is not what people inter- are interested in now for everything that we have gone through with the pandemic and everything. People change over time, and your content needs to change with with the changes of the world. There, yeah. there are some podcasts that, like I, I will just sometimes randomly choose a podcast, and I will listen from their oldest episodes 
to the newest episode. And I can see over time um, that either they are really listening to their audience or they are just doing their own thing and they don't really care whether they have an audience or not. You can see that they've gotten better over time or that they have listeners writing into them, telling them what they like, what they don't like, and then making adjustments accordingly. So sometimes, you know, the great thing about a podcast is that it's very intimate. You are getting people to know you on a different level. Because what you write, let's say, what you write in a blog can be conveyed differently when it's, when it's spoken. Right. Right. That. And that, that's the old, I think, that adage that words to be spoken are, are different than words to be read. And if you, you know, when I, I started out as more of a writer than a speaker, so I know when we first started our podcast, uh, I had a tendency to, to bring on those conversations in that, in that um, writing mode versus the speaking mode. Right? Mm. And I, 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 so, yeah, I absolutely understand how fascinating. I love it. I know that there's more people then you can imagine that when we started our podcast, there were like 223,000 podcasts, or excuse me, 143,000 podcasts on the air at the time. So what was going to make us different? Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. That's another thing, you know, like um, before I, I, um, I came on your show, I actually, I didn't want to listen to your podcast because, I have a tendency that if I listen to your podcast before, then I'll, I will just write down a whole bunch of things that I know where you can improve or things that mm-hmm. can be made better. <laughs> and I will just okay. go and give you all the free advice in the world. <laughs> because I just, I, I really, really am passionate about podcasts because of the, the, the effect that they can have on people. Because there have been podcasts that have literally changed my life. That when I feel so low, or I feel so lonely here, because honestly, I've been here for so long that I don't have family. I have my husband and my children, but uh, in the time that I've been here, my mother has passed away. My, my great aunt, who was like a second mother to me, passed away. My grandmother passed away. And those were people that I could reach out to at any time. And now that they're gone... Sometimes I need that comfort, and there are podcasts out there that when I listen to them, it takes me back to a time where I feel like they are still here, and they're still encouraging me, and and that I that I can do anything. So that's why I'm very very passionate about what I do, even though I have 10 years experience of of being a chief operations officer and an online business manager. But what I take from that is the process within creating a podcast, because there are processes, there are things that repeat every single time you have an episode. When you have a process and a system in place for the repetitive things, it gives you time to focus on where you can scale, where you can improve, and where you can monetize. Okay. Hmm. I'm intrigued, totally intrigued. Cassie, where does that take you? <laughs> well, I I am too, but it kind of leads me to my next question. Now that you mentioned, you know, your 
your mother and your great aunt and your your grandmother mm-hmm. along your journey through your through your experiences and your you know your life and your and all the things is there a specific definition that you would give a hero and is there somebody in your life that fits that description um okay Yes, actually, since we just spoke about my mother, um, so to me, I would say a hero is somebody who is selfless. They're a generally good person, and that they cause change, whether it be big or small. Um, you know, um, you know the saying, uh, "You are one person in the world, but you may mean the world to one person." Yes. Some. And you, you don't realize the ripple effect you can have on someone. Because, like like I was saying, my mother to me would be my hero of all time. Um, she was she was very sick with cancer, and she knew she was going to die. And she was always optimistic. She only, she never thought about herself. She's always thinking about us and making sure that when it's her time to go, that we'll all be okay. And that we, like, even even her last month, she literally went to the cemetery to pick out her block, to pick out her stone, to pick out everything because she didn't want that burden on us. And, and it just blows my mind that, like, you're sick, like, you shouldn't have to worry about those things, but that's just who she was. She was very selfless. And she really instilled that, that I, I don't know if I want to call them like moral and belief, but she instilled that attitude in me, and I still carry it with me today, and it's something that I teach my children, and um, it's something that even my husband has seen, you know, Sometimes we, we tend to have cultural differences. He's from this country and from my country. So when he sees me doing these things, I notice that it also affects him, and he begins to change. So one person can really change the world, just as everybody falls in line and also causes living. Hmm. I love it. I love it. It's so beautiful that you that you recognize your mom, right, and the things that she taught you. I think as a parent, that's what we all want, right? We all want to be able to, to teach things to our children and carry on things and see them carry them forward. And, and what a beautiful honorarium for your mom, right? And, and how wonderful that you feel that way about her. That's, thank you for sharing yeah. her with us. So along this journey that you've taken from from the corporate America to this person you stand at tonight and, and the podcast, I'm so excited that I've gotten to meet you and done some of your information. So as you travel to these places and you end up as this woman, this lady and mom and wife that you are today, what's a life lesson that you feel like you've learned along the way that you feel like you should share with the world? Um, so one thing, um, like when I first came home, you know, and I had a lot of confusion about who I am and and if maybe like everything I've been taught in my life is wrong or 
because life here is completely different. It, it is honestly a completely different world. And there are times where I feel like <laughs> like I'm not even on the same planet. It, it's incredible, some of the things that I have seen happen here. So one of the things that I would say is that find out who you truly are and don't let anyone try to change that or make you apologize for it. Because that was something that I, I really struggled with here. Like, I understood that my culture would be different and that my beliefs would be different and all that kind of stuff. But I still had to stand my ground with who I am and adjust certain things, you know, just to adapt to my surroundings. But in my life, I'm still me, and, and nobody has the right to change that something. And there are tons of people here who will be like, no, You've been here so long, why aren't you more like us? Why don't we do this? Why don't we celebrate this or this? And I tell them, this is not who I am, you know? I teach my children about it because my children are also part from here. But I don't force it on them because I I know what that pressure is like. And it's just it that when you really know who you are, you just be yourself. And you defend it, and you don't let anybody try to change that, whether they like it or not. Mm. I I agree. I think we've we've talked more than once with people on this podcast about that. Really, it looks like the biggest challenge, one of them that we face right now, is to decide who is Kimberly, right? Who is Stacy? Who is Kathy? And be able to be that and own that in spite of what the world would have you be, because they will change it if you allow them to. Yeah. Or not yet. Honoring that, honoring that you. So I love that. Find out who you are. Don't let anyone change that. I just think that's such a challenge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, because yeah, even yeah. When I came here, uh, like when I first came here, I, I was, how old? I was, I was like 20 years old, you know? You're at the stage of life where you're supposed to be finding yourself, and you don't even know who you are. So it was, it was really a great experience for me. To find out who I am, take the time to really find out what I like, what I don't like, um, things like that that I think people don't really get the chance to experience. They're just, you know, taking life every day, going to their job because, you know, they have to, they have to do they have to do this. But taking the time to really sitting down alone with yourself and not having any any skills to think about. It is really an amazing experience. Mm. Beautiful. Cassie, where does that take you? I think that being unapologetically yourself is so much more difficult than it sounds, you know, because <laughs> it's, it's hard, right? It's hard to just be you because of all of the things that society says that you're supposed to do and be and say and think and you know, it's crazy. So yeah. it's definitely a good challenge, but it's it's important. So I I appreciate that that point of view. So let me ask you one more question. If you could put your one liner of advice to the world on a T shirt, what would it say? Probably to stay with the same theme, <laughs> I'd probably have to say be true to yourself. 
love that. Expand on that just for a little bit more. Tell us a little bit more about the challenge of being true to yourself. Um, well, yeah, like, like you were saying, that the influences of the world, like, for example, in, in the United States, life is fast. Life is, you know, you want, you want to be satisfied right away, and usually you, you get that satisfaction. You don't have to wait around for it. But here, I feel like I am living in, uh, let's say, like, my grandmother or my great-grandmother's time. Because when I first arrived, they didn't even have washers or dryers. I was, I was hand washing all my clothes. Um, only recently did they just bring like dishwashers. So for the past 14 years, I've been hand washing all my clothes and everything. So for me, life here is slow. Everything you you don't have that instant gratification. So. I have learned patience. I have learned, you know, I have learned, I have learned not to have that voice inside my, my head talking, you know, talking poorly to myself. I have, I have really tried to stay as positive as I possibly can. So there have been times that I suggest to people in the United States or even in Europe that Travel the world, really open your eyes to what is out there, and it will really give you a different perspective on everything. And in the end, it will help you to find out who you really are. It, it's uh, sometimes I really, uh, when I really think about it, that I have been here for as long as I have. I, I, I don't know. I, it's, huh. it's mind blowing. <laughs> it's it's really it's really crazy. You know, what a great experience. I think there's so many people probably in the world that wish they had whatever it was, right, that would give them the freedom to just pack up and go or move to a new place or try a new experience, but fear just steps in and shuts it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, more power to you. Oh, Kimberly, it's been such a joy visiting with you today. It's such an honor to me. Thank you for joining us all the way from West Africa. I would miss you many blessings. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. And I, I could keep this conversation going indefinitely, but we are respectfully to you as our guest and to our audience at a place where we're about to have to close down. And so I would love for our audience to remember that we're always brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up if we can serve you in some way. If you'd like to have a conversation with us, you want to share your story, or you just need someone to talk to, we're interested in what you have to say. So please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. I will start my end of the close by again saying, Kimberly, thank you for your for your wisdom, for your time, for your knowledge, and for the space that you provide and the assistance you provide for people so that this podcasting thing can continue and bless people right, and bring something positive to our world. So I thank you for that. Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience today? We have a challenge as usual. You know, we've been discussing how important and challenging it is to be yourself. So my challenge for our audience today is to take one piece of that, you know, one piece of the what society tells you you should be and decide if that's really, if that part of you is really who you want to be or somebody else. Mm. Very good. I love the challenges that you lay out. It always 
you know, goes to a place where it takes some thought and some process. I love that. Kimberly, we would be honored if you would take the stage for us, give us a last run exactly, and close out our show. How would you like to leave our audience today? I completely agree. That that is that is such a good question. That people I don't even think sometimes people realize that they are conforming to what society wants. Sometimes you're so afraid to be yourself that you don't even know who you are anymore. So I would encourage people to find out who they are and just be themselves. Ladies, we're going to just have to chat it out. We'll edit it and cut it right there because my button isn't working. (laughs) My turn me off button is like, it's not looking so well. I have to edit this part out, but it is not helping me out. I'm punched it like 12 times. So, in a moment, it'll save this session. Huh? I was thinking.